In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. If you are ever in Los Angeles and happen to be downtown, you should stop in and visit the Roman Catholic Cathedral of Our Lady of the Angels. The building opened in 2002, and like most new buildings, it gets mixed reviews. It's a great big thing, and from certain angles, one can mistake it for part of the Civic Center or some other building. But then when you get around and look at it right, you begin to see crosses, you begin to see shapes, you begin to see something vaguely reminiscent of the California missions of the 1800s. That's the intention. Once inside, it's huge, it's cavernous, and and it first seems very plain and slightly chilly, I think. But then if your eyes begin to focus, you notice all the way around the walls, all the way around this huge, vast space are people, pictures of people, tapestries, actually, made of the saints. And so there they are, the whole communion of saints all around the room. They look real. I I suppose the texture of the tapestry helps with that. But then looking closer, they, they look familiar. They look like people that you might know. There's a good reason for that. The artist who designed them, John Nava, used the people of his hometown as models. And so the people of Ojai, California, are there in tapestry form all around that church. The person around the corner in Ojai becomes envisioned as St. Augustine, who was from North Africa. The lady who delivers the mail becomes Teresa of Avila. Ambrose is the grocer. The waitress at the restaurant seems to have an air about her, and so she becomes Catherine of Siena, a force to be reckoned with. The model for the third century martyr Perpetua ends up being one of the artist's son's classmates. I love that the artist used ordinary people as his models. He could have done a lot of other things. He could have followed the age-old tradition in art of depicting the donors, the wealthy who made it possible that this, this tapestry could be woven in Belgium and sent here. He didn't pick the wealthy. He didn't pick the best-looking in L.A. He could have gotten a lot of actors. He didn't. Those tapestries in the cathedral make an enormous and wonderful point, I think. They make the point that God shines through ordinary people. And God does this all the time. Over and over in scripture and in history and in our lives, God shows up in what might seem like the least likely person. God shows up in the most unlikely of places. As we're reminded in this parish by our icon of the Holy Trinity uh, to your left in the memorial chapel, it's, it's by uh, Rublev, an imitation of Andrei Rublev's icon, 
But it shows Abraham and Sarah as they entertain three strangers who end up being angels, who end up being messengers from God, full of promises. Sarah in old age will have a child. Abram in old age will become Abraham, a patriarch. Good things are coming, all from strangers, because Sarah and Abraham showed hospitality. In the Hebrew scriptures, God shows up in unexpected places all the time. Remember that old story of Jacob who has a dream and wakes up wrestling with an angel. God has shown up. In the book of Esther, God shows up in the words and acts of Queen Esther, of of Mordecai, and even of a Persian king. The stories of Jesus, of course, tell us in great detail, in wonderful detail and color, how God shows up in Bethlehem, how God shows up in the carpenter's shop, how God shows up in a dusty Palestinian village. And then in today's gospel, there God is in a garden. God is in a garden. God is on the cross. God shows up as a wanderer on the road to Emmaus, and God shows up Easter morning, that first Easter morning, at a fish fry on the beach. Easter is a good time to pause and wonder, when has God shown up for me in a surprising, unexpected way? Was it in someone you knew or a total stranger? Was it perhaps in a book or in a movie, in a play, in a piece of music, in a sudden insight, in a dream? Did it happen in a church or at work or at the beach? Or was it like with Mary Magdalene, did God show up in the garden? That happens here a lot. That first Easter morning, Jesus shows up as a gardener for at least two reasons, I think. The first is to remind us always and everywhere to be on the lookout for God. Watch out for God. God is often disguised in our world, but with eyes of faith we can see and rejoice and be a part of this continued resurrection of love. But there's a second reason why Jesus appears as a gardener. It's because sometimes we are called to appear as Jesus. We are called to be his hands and his feet and his mouth in the world. We're called to speak up for those who have lost their voice or had their voice taken from them. We're called to reach out and help and heal. We're called to grow and cook food and to help feed the hungry, to build and provide in order to house the homeless. There was a wonderful 10th century mystic and theologian named Simeon. He wrote about this beautifully in a hymn, poem. He wrote, we awaken in Christ's body as Christ awakens our bodies. And my poor hand is Christ. He enters my foot and is infinitely me. 
I move my hand, and wonderfully my hand becomes Christ, becomes all of him, for God is indivisibly whole, seamless in his godhood. I move my foot, and at once he appears like a flash of lightning. Do my words seem blasphemous? Then open your heart to him, and let yourself receive the one who is opening to you so deeply. For if we genuinely love him, we wake up inside Christ's body. Where all our body, all over, every most hidden part of it is realized in joy as him. And he makes us utterly real. And everything that is hurt, everything that seemed to us dark, harsh, shameful, maimed, ugly, irreparably damaged, is in Christ transformed and recognized as whole, as lovely, as radiant in his light. He awakens as the beloved in every last part of our body. And so, this Easter, this Easter and always, keep your eye out for the gardener, or the cook, or the delivery person, or the person who carries the mail, or the nurse, or the waiter, or the politician, or the real estate agent, or the teacher, or the kid playing soccer. And in the midst of serving others, being Christ in the world, be sure and occasionally glance in the mirror. Let us live aware and ready that Christ may shine through us to bring light more fully into the world. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia.